words are simple and few. Listen, listen, she's calling to you. Hello and welcome to the Mick and Marina show. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And on our show, we suggest films to each other and we come back and discuss it. So today I've suggested to Mick to watch Mary Poppins and now I am eager to listen to his feedback. Right, well, you have to ask me a specific question. Well, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I enjoyed it, but I was watching it from the point of view of an adult. I mean, I was able to admire it, appreciate the aesthetics and things like that, but it didn't have necessarily any magic for me the way I would have if I'd seen it as a child. I mean, I saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as a child and every Christmas I would watch that without fail and loved it. And I could watch it now again and feel those feelings again. Whereas Mary Poppins to me now is a children's film that I'm watching as an adult. But at the same time, I really admired it. I see. I see. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I know you love it. Yeah, it's, it's just, a film from your childhood. It is. It's because my mother used to put it uh, for me in when I was sick. So I'd watch it every time oh, I was, right. I'd be sick, and I still do until today when I'm sick. I sit down and watch Mary Poppins, and it works. I, it actually makes me feel better. That's why I think it's so because I used to believe that it would make me feel much better. So Mary Poppins, the new yeah. hangover cure. Exactly. It exactly. Works for yeah. That too. My mum wouldn't even give me any medicine. She just oh, just watch Mary Poppins. And have a spoonful of sugar. Exactly. Um, Yeah, so I I actually asked you this a few days ago. You didn't think that it uh, resembled Fred Astaire at all? No, well, I did. I mean, I can certainly see the dancing is choreographed to be like Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly, and so on like that. Um, In terms of scenes from Top Hat, like Top Hat's a film I love and I've seen a number of times. I didn't necessarily make the connection there. Where do you see the similarities? The scene with the penguins. Oh, right. That's animated. It is animated. It's animated, animated, but um, Dick Van Dyke danced with the... Well, I have to say... And they have a little tap dance off. (laughs) Yeah, I think I I sort of tuned out a bit on that because I didn't like the animation much in it. And I know you're glowering here at me now. (laughs) No, no, because... Well, I didn't dislike it. I mean, it was sort of... I think what I've noticed about the whole film was that there was no necessarily a plot. It was just a sequence after a sequence, a musical sequence or a fantasy sequence, one after another, which I have no problem with at all. And once I realised that was what was happening, I just got into it. Um, and then right at the end, there is the plot of the bank and saving Mr. Banks, which we will come to yeah, later as yeah. well, um, which I liked. I thought that was all very well done. So, again, it is a film I admired. I really liked the way it was done. And I can imagine how wonderful it would have been in the cinema. Did you ever see it in cinema? No, I've never seen it. Well, I was born probably 30 years after that film was well, made. Yeah, but it was re-released but, constantly. Well, yeah, no, I've never seen it in cinema. And especially in Brazil, they wouldn't be putting that in the cinema, I don't think. Western uh, propaganda. Yeah, well, no, no, well, not not Disney movies. I don't think only the new ones. They'd promote loads well, of new. Yeah, I stuff, think it was. But they wouldn't put the old stuff. I into. think so. well as well as that. I think it came out on video probably in the eighties. Like, it used to be a case of Disney released um, all their films every seven years for a new generation. And they just capitalised on that all the time. And I think it was just then when video and DVD came out that stopped because everyone was copying it or getting it that way. Oh, yeah. So, so you missed out on that. Being too young. What a curse. Yeah, I know. Um, but Something in terms you of, don't share. No, I don't worry about that anymore. <laughs> but 
Um, in terms of, I think that for me, it was it was never shown on television. I don't think it still hasn't been shown. On yeah, television. I've never seen, seen it, not even on the Disney Channel. Really? Which I don't still watch, by the way. <laughs> Twenty one years old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch the Disney Channel. Well, I certainly don't. No, sometimes I, I do, just out of interest. Sometimes because of the films that they show uh, at night, and. I, I can't remember watching Mary Poppins on their channel. There's not loads of new stuff like the um, Frozen, obviously, and that's uh, been on it. Yeah, it has been on it. Well, it's yeah. a subscription channel, isn't it? Like you to pay for it. No, no, the just Disney. Well, I can't remember now. Well, it's probably part of a package of Sky. Yeah, or something like it that. could be. Yeah, it could be a package of with Sky. But but I mean, would they show any of the other early classics like the cartoon versions of Lady of Lady and Tramp? Yeah, the they would sometimes. That. Sometimes yeah, so those are the films that were released yeah. fairly regularly and never turned up on television. Um, and that's why I'm saying I missed out on Mary Poppins. Because it was, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was on constantly, and so was Willy Wonka, which I never particularly warmed to. But you've you've you you've never watched Willy Wonka. I have watched. Oh, Willy okay. Wonka. Oh my God, you scared me. I prefer the Tim Burton version. <laughs> I do too. I would expect that. I'm just buttering you up. But um, no, actually, no. The the chocolate fa- the Charlie Chocolate Factory yes. is the Tim Burton one. Yeah, that one. Uh, I'd actually I, I prefer the original. Rather really? than that one, yeah. Same thing with Alice in Wonderland. I love both of them, but I always prefer even Alice in Wonderland. I prefer the the drawing. Right, as it's because you just like animation, or is it again was that something you saw as a child as well? Yeah, exactly. As it a child, is. and I always saw it as oh my god, I love Tim Burton's uh, version of it yeah, because it's not ac- the exact same as the animation one. Yeah, it's a different. What's well, a different book. take on the story? No, it's a different book. Is it? Yeah. Well, I haven't read the book either. So there's about it. three or four books of Alice in Wonderland. I know there's books of yeah. them. I yeah, there's a new there's a new Alice from Tim Burton now that's coming out. That's Alice Through the Looking Glass. That's another book. And is it Tim Burton as it's well? It's Tim Burton as well. Right. Same well, same character, same everything. You see, I would go and say, and again, I thoroughly enjoyed Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, but that's because it's Tim yeah. Burton, and Johnny Depp is in it, and the bottom character. Yeah. Everything has got all the magic of it, but still not to take away from Mary Poppins. Well, actually, just yes. There was a rumour that Tim Burton was going to make a Mary Poppins version. There is a version of Mary Poppins on the cards. I know that Emily Blunt is in it. Oh, I know. I no, so. but that, that's not the Tim Burton one. There was a rumour right. that Tim Burton would have his version on Mary Poppins, which I, I got... will go and see. Yeah, that which I was very excited to do. You see, that's what I don't... I like that these different type of directors and, you know, would, would make their versions of movies, but not sequels and prequels and all that. No. Oh no! I mean a sequel to Mary. Well, they, I I know Disney wanted to make several sequels to Mary Poppins because yeah. there's a number of books. Yeah, I know. Um, that, yeah. And Travers was the writer was totally yeah. opposed to this. What she didn't like the film. But yeah. we'll come to that in a minute. Yeah. I want to stick. With well, Mary they Poppins. did. I I went to the um, the theater version of Mary Poppins. Yeah. And you'd go because the kids would watch the movie. Right. Because I don't think the it's the same story. It's the it's the fi- a, f- a play ver- a stage version of the film. No, oh, it it's of it's of the book. That's why when I was oh, watching, right. there was loads of scenes that I didn't even recognize and characters I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. And then I imagined, oh, this probably is from the book, and it was based most of it on the book. There obviously there was the so- some of the songs from the the movie. Yeah, but it was greatly ba- based on the, the book. Well, she cooperated with this one. I did hear that. Um, Travis cooperated with the stage for when they like originally staged on Broadway that she worked with them on it on the condition that they didn't use any of the songs from the film and then she died so they used all the yeah, songs from the film exactly. so they came out with that but 
And that's the thing. The film itself, like the entire thing, is filmed clearly on a stage. It's there's no outdoor real locations or whatever. Um, so it it would look good on the stage from that point of view. But I that's one thing I liked about the film. I felt it did add to the sort of fairy tale, uh, mysterious quality about it. The fact yeah. that it didn't look real. It was a sort of fantasy idea, and. In terms of that, so that's the, like I like the songs. I knew two or three of them from hearing them over the years, and it was nice to recognise and say, "Oh yes, there's that one as well." Um, so as I said, it's an enjoyable film. I certainly wasn't bored watching it, but it was. I did feel I was missing out. Oh, if only I'd seen this as a child, because I would probably have adored it. Oh yeah, as a child. yeah. It has yeah. that magic, but it didn't have that for me now as a cynical older person <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of what do you think of it like is there any particular favourite part for you there or is any, is there anything you don't like that I don't like yeah um, I don't know if there's anything I, do. I just I just love every bit of it from the right. start I just I just love it. I just think um, oh, I actually don't have anything to <laughs> complain <laughs> about it I just I actually love everything from the like one of my favourite and it's hard to say what, what my favourite parts are but one of them is and it includes the song it's the one in St Paul's Cathedral the woman with the birds I cried when I was a kid every time I saw that scene and I cried until today watching that and scene and is that the one where the old woman is feeding feed the, the birds, birds. Yes. yes actually that is very that's a lovely scene and oh, yeah. Again, apparently that was Walt Disney's favourite song of all his films. He used to get the composer. You see, me and him, we connect. Me, I think... Do you really want to be connecting with Walt Disney? (laughs) I think I'm the resurrection of Walt Disney. (laughs) I'm trying to put a polemic... um, (laughs) Excuse me while I leave the room. (laughs) I'm quite frightened. You just talk to yourself, Marina, and your alter ego. Walt Disney, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I love love Disney as, as a... Yes, and I think you were also shocked when I revealed I've yet to enter the Disney shop on Grafton Street. Oh, yeah. What a magical world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do remember, as the Chuck Bixter, there used to be a television programme, um, I think in the 70s and 80s, well, 70s probably, called The Wonderful World of Disney, which was our typical Saturday morning or afternoon fair. And it was, I used to watch it every week praying it would be a cartoon because occasionally they would show a cartoon. But most of the time, it was some really boring documentary about otters or something like that. Oh it was God. all this nature stuff. But you, but it all had the whole Tinkerbell flying around the castle and saying, the magic of Disney and all this. And you got all excited. And then these bloody animals appeared <laughs> on the screen when you were expecting fluffy cartoons or whatever like that. But anyway, coming back to Mary Poppins. Coming back to Mary Poppins. And moving on to uh, Saving Mr. Banks, which I watched straight after. Mary Poppins okay. uh, because you, you didn't even give it a little time to oh, not literally the second Mary Poppins okay. finished I jumped up <laughs> quickly get me that evening having watched Mary Poppins casually is a nice matinee I then settled down in the evening with a cup of coffee to watch Safe and Mr Banks which I really liked Yeah, and that I felt from watching Mary Poppins was I was watching it as I said appreciated admired it but it wasn't an enjoyable film experience. It was, but it was. I was watching it first. Yeah, the research yeah. It'd for be this more project. for for a child. It'd be more enjoyable. Exactly. If you're watching it from. Yeah. And that's what Safe Mr. Banks was very much. I engaged with that completely. I was actually quite moved by it. Yeah. And I did think a lot of it was contrived, um, in terms of the whole thing of her chauffeur has this handicapped child who, Travers then recommends lists all these famous people who achieve something despite being handicapped and it's all supposed to be heartwarming and rising that and I thought yeah yeah I don't know whether that was true or not 
Um, but the whole thing of where she sees, they're talking about how they've made an end to the film. And they have that, they have the father fixes the kite. Yeah. And it's just Emma Thompson with tears in her eyes goes, he's made the kite. And I just was really moved by that. Yeah. I thought it was lovely. Well, I loved the way that, you know, even throughout the film, you, you're watching Saving Mr. Franks and you're like, oh, it's so cool the way they try to convince her and all that. Yeah. And by the end, when Walt, did, that was one of my favorite parts when Tom Hanks, uh, Walt Disney, says to her, she was never there for the kids. She was there for the father, Mary Poppins. Yeah, which, which I, I thought, never realised yeah. from the film. You'd, you'd watch it and then you'd think about it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, particularly when you've just seen it and had yeah. to beforehand. And, you're, and um, you're thinking and you're like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Because, and even though he's, like, all together, he's there for 10 minutes of the movie. It's not right. even... Yeah, well, that's know? it, because he doesn't really feature much. And in fact, while I was watching it, I thought, oh, he's just this stereotypical um, father who's neglecting his children. Because I spotted right from the start, this is a story about children being neglected by their parents and that the nanny is taking over. Um, and in terms of, so I was very aware of the father not being involved and he was just... Stu- and I thought, well, this is just typical left-wing communist propaganda for which Walt Disney was noted and famed. That's me being very sarcastic and ironic. Really, yeah. Because you didn't. No, that, no, right? that's fine. Guess <laughs> that as well. Um, but it's just, and I liked that in Mary Poppins and the whole thing. Oh, well, that's a completely side point. One thing that did strike me at the end was when he goes to the bank and he's arguing with his boss. I never realised his boss was played by Dick Van Dyke as well. Oh, oh my God! Did you not know that? I did not know that. <laughs> Okay, we're going to extend this program as <laughs> <laughs> Marina has found it. You've seen this film how many times? I did, well, it's you in see, the credits. I've seen the thing. Is it? Yes. I've the thing. Oh, I've, I have the thing. Is I watch yeah. Mary Poppins as if I'm still a child. Okay, so clearly, I wouldn't. You don't need the credits. <laughs> so, yeah, and I wouldn't because I'd watch it and I'd be happy. And by the time the credit comes up, I'm still singing the songs. Okay. So I'm not really paying attention to the credits, and I'm actually. I mean, they wa- emphasize it in the credits. What they do is that, like, it's the old man with the crotchety stick. That's Dick Van Dyke. Oh my God! And I actually thinking is, of it, I can see it now. Yeah, and he's very good because he do, it doesn't seem like I, I had no idea it was him. Oh my God! And it was just unclear you didn't. Uh, we should call times. this episode the Revelation. The Revelations <laughs> of Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> but and I have to watch it once and I find this out for you you know this, this is years. offensive this is actually this embarrassing is, okay lend it to me again I'll find something else in it that's all that but uh, you do know that the mother is a suffragette oh yeah yeah oh, I do yeah. you do know what a suffragette is yes I Good. do okay right we're on the right line here anyway but at the end of credits what they do is they have the very last name that appears like they have all the names and Bert the Chimney Sweep, Dick Van Dyke and Mary yeah, Poppins, Julie yeah. Andrews and all that. And then right at the end, they have the banker's name, whatever yeah. it was, old Mr. Skinflint. And then they have his name written in an anagram. So it's like Ectoctak or something like that. And then they rearrange the letters and then they rearrange it again. And they rearrange it again until eventually it spells Dick Van Dyke. So, I mean, oh, they couldn't yeah. be more clear. I mean, were you running around the room singing as you were watching while you were seeing, watching the film? I don't want to comment on this. <laughs> You're going to go home now and take out the DVD and just oh, rush to the end. Obviously. Um, I, d- I can't believe that. Because, by that, like, the thing is, when you're watching, when I was watching the credits, and right now I always watch the credits, I'm, I'm looking at yeah. it, I'm like, oh, Mary Poppins, Julie Andrews, you know, Bert, Dick Van Dyke, and you're kind of happy, and, and you're, you're like, that's that, that, you lost yeah. interest in the little people. Like because the, because the directors, I, the sound engineers, <laughs> no, the cameraman. See, after I watched Saving Mr. Banks, I, st- I started paying attention to the music, like the music people, the people that invented songs and all that. And I was like, oh, right. interesting. But I used to hate the bankers. 
Oh, so you deliberately ignored them? You just looked away as soon as their names possibly appeared in the No, screen. I just, I don't know. I, I'm, we'll actually have to do a sequel to this <laughs> and just say um, where I'm recommending Mary Poppins to Marina to watch it for the first time and see the end yeah. credits. Um, so in terms of, I would say my take on Mary Poppins is I think it's a lovely film and certainly I do feel I've missed out on not seeing it as a child because I'm sure I would have appreciated it. But I had Chitty Chitty Bang Bang so that was enough for me. Okay, so thank you very much for listening. And Thank you, yes, from me. And until next time. Thank you. (laughs)